Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Worcester Culture Watch, a podcast connecting you with the local culture scene in Worcester. Arts, entertainment, music, and more. Worcester Culture Watch from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. Hello and welcome to another edition of Worcester Culture Watch. I'm entertainment editor Victor Infante and I'm here today with reporter Richard Duckett. Hi Richard. Hi Victor. And today we're going to talk a little bit about something people always say when they want to be dismissive of Worcester. That Worcester's dead. That there's nothing to do. And that can be really crazy making when you spend hours every week putting together a calendar section and, <laughs> and things to do and things like that. So we wanted to talk a little bit about things you can do in Worcester when it's ostensibly dead. Because, you know, I'm going to be honest, this is not the most dramatic week that we've had in the city late in recent days. There's not like big high profile events going on in the next week or so. No, but on the other hand, uh, it is a busy weekend, um, especially Saturday. Oh, goodness. Um, I have a story on um, Greater Worcester Opera's Don Giovanni, which kicks off a run of going to four different venues. Um, it'll be starting out at uh, Southgate at Shrewsbury, and later on it'll be at Briarwood, Clark University, and Anna Maria. But Saturday is going to be the first performance Meanwhile, um, if you want to get out and about, um, Elm Park will be hosting on Saturday the 7th Annual Day of Play, which seeks to combine learning with fun and um, has become a very popular event. Last year, it drew 5,000 people, so that's nothing to uh, sneeze at. But then on the same day, over at um, Worcester Polytechnic Institute, there's Touch Tomorrow, which also draws thousands of people and um, lets, lets people, mostly young people, of course, um, get their hands on some science, technology, robots, and that sort of thing. Oh, excellent. Well, and if you're interested in something a little bit more rock and roll, the band First Blood is headlining at the Palladium. In Worcester, we have just been attacked by missiles. Um, everything is going to be okay. No, 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 no. All right, uh, technology uh, so, has been. Sorry, missing. sorry, sorry about that. That was um, <laughs> an errant foot. There, <laughs> we are still learning our way around this podcast. But, anyways, Saturday we've got First Blood. They're playing with um, Wall of Jericho, Sanctions, and Left Behind at the Palladium. And I also want to make a note. Um, there's a lot of art, great art galleries in town, and. I think people don't necessarily explore them as much as they could. Um, just last week, I was at an opening exhibit for uh, four artists' view view of their world, um, thoughts from places at the Sprinkler Factory on Harlow Street, and that's a great old gallery space, converted factory into a gallery space. And yes. there was work there by Anna, Anna Harris. Gary Hoare, Aaron Bradley, and Bill McMillan, and it was a really striking show. I was really particularly struck by some of Gary Hoare's work, which is just very 
modern abstract work and some really great southwestern flavored stuff from Aaron Bradley. So I was really that was really exciting. There's there's always a lot going on at the uh, Worcester Art Museum, especially um, on the weekends, and they've got a new exhibition coming up at the end of the month. It's stained glass windows that. Um, some of which I think uh, haven't been seen, seen for 40 years. So that should be interesting. And in, in addition, um, they've got their ongoing uh, Old Masters exhibition mm-hmm. going on. And then there's um, plenty of sword play every weekend, uh, courtesy of the Higgins Armory Collection there. Yes, and it's, I'm, I'm glad to see that work still on display. I know that people always want to see more of it out there, and it, uh, Higgins Armory is much missed. But it's, it, I do find it reassuring that you can see it still with least a part of the collection all the time uh, what do you think's coming what's coming up on sunday well saturday and sunday um i've never been out there to be honest with you but the new salem 1794 meeting house has an intriguing summer concert series um and it gets underway saturday with uh, christine Ullman and uh, rebel montez and then um sunday they've got the Quabbin let me just uh, double check here i'm sorry it's the Quabbin valley pro musica uh so you got rock and classical music on saturday and sunday um, this venerable building, uh, which apparently was uh, renovated a few years ago, partly with the idea of bringing a summer series, and there's going to be rock, folk, blues, everything's going to be reverber- reverberating in this. Uh, That's some really neat place. thing. There's some. There's a couple of pretty good series out that way if you are willing to go just a little bit outside the Worcester area. Uh, now on Sunday, also coming up, and you've got a. Um, I pick on this in our 10 things to do section um, coming up at bull run, Larry Campbell and Teresa Williams. And that's a pretty exciting show. And it's always worth a drive up the Charlotte. If you haven't, haven't been up there in a while, that's just a great venue. Um, coming up on Monday, Monday, Monday is a weird day because everybody says there's nothing to do, but there's at least three shows that are happening every Monday. So if you really want something to do, you can find it. Um, my favorite Monday night show is the Dirty Jaron Poetry Series at Ralph's Rock Diner. They've got um, a touring poet featuring Mike Rosen, but that is just a crazy room with very strange things on the open mic. And they have a theme song for snack time and... The band, they have a band that's playing, and it's 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 just a wild night there. Do you have anything that would be coming up earlier in the week? Well, I mean, there is an interesting event happening on Tuesday morning up at Fitchburg Municipal Airport. They're going to uh, try to break the Guinness Book of World Records for a, a model airplane, which I think um, weighs going to weigh over sixteen hundred pounds. It's going to be. It's been assembled with artwork from hundreds of people over the course of the last two or three years, I believe. It's assembled, and it's going to be lifted up um, on a crane uh, Tuesday morning, um, put down again, and then measurements are going to be taken for the uh, for the Guinness Book of World Records, and um, people are invited to go to the airport uh, Tuesday morning. Well, I think all of us who got in trouble making paper airplanes in um, math class are, are looking at that in envy at the moment, because those skills could have led to something. <laughs> yeah, it's a dream come true. Um, also, Tuesday is the $1,000 singer-songwriter contest at Padovano's place. And I've, I, I wrote about this last year, and I went to the f- last year's um, finale. 
Um, it's a weekly competition, and it's heated because $1,000 is a big prize for a singer-songwriter. That's like a year's salary for some of them. Well, that's more than a year's salary <laughs> for some of them. So it's been pulling incredible musicians from all around the area, and they cram into Padovano's place, and they play, and there's, you know, they're judged, and there's a winner each week, and then the winner's um, coming up fairly soon. I'm not sure when the finale is. will compete in one blowout extravaganza and somebody will walk away with a thousand dollars it was a it's a pretty it's a straightforward concept but it's drawing some real heat so it's always a fun show and over at the um worcester public library they're putting together a, a library library's rock choir and uh, they're starting to meet there and with the idea of putting on a show later on so yeah that's called libraries rock and that's a really neat sounding program i'm still learning a little bit about it but i think it's something that's worth paying attention to and that's led by um, local musician annie arsenal so, yeah. yeah so there'll be no saying shush of the library when they're <laughs> practicing or else it'll be a very awkward choir performance uh, Wednesday, this is something I've not been to, and I keep meaning to, which is the Open Deck Night, hosted by um, Tariba Space Drift, DJ Eminem, and Eno, a.k.a. Confusion. That's at the Cove Music Hall. There's a similar event with a lot of the same players on Monday nights at Electric Haze. I, it's, I don't know how I feel. I'm a little scared to go see open electronic music. You know, people get up and spin spin whatever they've got i guess i don't know a whole lot about these events if people want to write in and tell me about them that's cool but it's it's also the sort of events there's always something sort of magical about them when you just kind of have no idea what to expect and walk in and see them so i think you know if you're looking for something to do on a a wednesday night that might be a good one um also coming up on thursday if you want to talk about cool experimental music the oracle featuring our frenemy at womag bill shaner (laughs) will be playing at Rouse. Also playing with with them will be the Banshee, which is some great punk rock music, along with Limousine. So that's a, that sounds like it's going to be a fun show. That's at Rouse Rock Diner. Uh, also on the 14th, um, Late Night Cat catechism um, is going to be at the Hanover Theatre. Um, it's a one-woman show. Debuted um, in 1994, I think, at a small theatre in Chicago. And... Uh, has been going strong ever since. That's a, I think we've covered a pretty wide range of events here, from like punk rock, experimental music, to theater, to high art, to great stuff, family stuff in the park. Uh, where does this? Where do you think people get this idea that there's nothing happening? Well, um, part of it is that um, the big names mm. uh, aren't coming here, um, as we've discussed in other podcasts. Indeed. Um, so that, that that might have something to do with it. Um, there's um, Worcester's always had a bit of an inferiority complex about itself, and um, people outside of Worcester, especially in Boston, tend to turn their noses up at Worcester a bit. Um, there is some snobbery there. Um, but if you look, uh, there's, there's plenty going on for anybody. I, I really think there are some exciting things that going on out there, so... Anyways, um, please check those out in our Go Calendar section on Thursdays and our Act section on Sundays. And there's lots of things looking at. Just take a look at the calendar. If, you know, there might be something out there that you didn't know you were waiting for. Anyways, that's it. Thank you for joining us again, Richard. Well, thank you. And that's another Worcester Culture Watch. Thank you. Good night. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... Uh 
human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.